we welcome you to another episode of the players in the game of life. We are continuing from blessed to be a blessing. We're adding now there's a blessing in the blocking. For those that did not tune in to the podcast last week, shame on you. Thank God all you have to do is click episode and check out blessed to be a blessing. It truly is, my brothers and sisters, a blessing to start a relationship with God, His Son Jesus, and the Holy Spirit as soon as possible. The truth is this, it is better to have a relationship with the triune Godhead than rather than to need them. And here it said, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Some of us have been blessed and have conducted themselves accordingly. But on the other hand, God allowed us to get close enough to the brink of destruction. I mean, so close one may have canceled all future engagements. But now as I look back over my life, I can see goodness and mercy were also following me. That's right, I said also. Let me tell you, God will not leave his ignorant. But I thought I could handle my own. Anything life threw at me, I could knock it out the park. Little did I know at that time, I was in for a rude awakening. Let me tell you a story. My father was a hardworking man. He was also a shop steward at Wagner Electric. That's also where he got the plastic or hard rubber cord for the application of corporal punishment on his sons. Anyway, my father used to keep a bankroll big enough to choke a giraffe. My dad was a gambler. This I found out by being nosy, but he would not talk about it, nor teach me. He would tell me, boy, get an education. My father did not have a high school diploma, but he raised four children and did not want my mother to work. We had clean clothes, a roof over our heads, and never hungry. Life was good. Look at God. But just because things and ways you see others living may appear to be just what and how you want to be, but let me make one thing clear the grass on the other side may be greener but it's not real it's astroturf and the price you may have to pay for it can be more than you bargained for my father did not influence me to choose the road I chose to travel it was all my choice and again goodness and mercy was right there doing what nobody else could do. Because of the obedience of Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, a praying grandmother, a praying mother, and a God-fearing Father, I am able to tell you why I can give a reason for the hope I have that's in me. What Satan meant to take me out, God used to start moving me into a true knowing loving relationship with the Father, the Son, yes, and the Holy Spirit. 
I'm trying to tell you, my brothers and sisters, God used everything, every mistake, all the bad decisions that I made in my life. He blocked it. He blocked all the, 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 the things that could have happened to me. He let me get pretty close to it to where I could see some things, but no harm or danger ever came before me. Let me tell you one. I was almost shot in the head on a bi-state bus in St. Louis, Missouri. I was gambling on the back of the bus <laughs> and a guy pulled out a pistol and said, give me your money. He put the gun to my head, pulled the trigger, and the gun didn't go off. God blocked it. I'm telling you there's a blessing in the blocking. But after I, I got away, I felt the bullets going past my head. God kept me, and I'm still here today. Then there was another situation. I was, uh, me and a friend of mine, we were in Florida, and we were gambling in a bar. The people that we were gambling with, we were on the pool table. And uh, after we had won their money, we walked outside and called ourselves walking down the street and we were counting the money and they saw us walking together and they said, oh, they're together. And they start chasing us. I'm telling you, we caught a cab on the highway. I'm not saying that, I, I don't know what to say, but all I can say is this, goodness and mercy was sure there. I could call, a, I don't know who the, the, the cab driver could have been, uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. But whoever, I know who sent him. I believe in my heart and in my spirit, God made a way for us to get away. Has he ever made a way for you? A way where it appeared to be no way? I'm telling you, this is a reason for me. But did I see it right then? No, I didn't. I thought it was me and my slickness and my capabilities and everything else and my fleetness and a cab just being at the right place at the right time. I never looked at it until I looked back over my life. Then there was another situation in Atlanta, Georgia. I was gambling in the Omni Theater. And there was some people back in the background. I could hear them and they were saying, we're going to rob them. But then I heard another voice. They said, no, y'all not going to do nothing to them. Keep on doing what you're doing, Stan. The person that it was, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm not going to even tell you, but I'm going to tell you this. God sent just who he needed to send to get their attention, but it also got mine. But again, I still did not put it all together. I wasn't thinking. I just wasn't thinking. It is written, for I know the plans that I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, there is a blessing in the blocking. Well, what is that blessing? I'm able to now sit up here and talk to you about how God, through Christ Jesus and the help of the Holy Spirit, brought me out of situations that I had no idea I was going to get out of. I'm here today 
to tell somebody, some man, some woman, some boy or girl, that your relationship with God is, is of the utmost importance if you're going to make it in this life. Now, true enough, there are some things that's going to happen. There are some troubles and some trials and some tribulations that we got to go through. But it's so much better going through them with the help of the Holy Spirit than it is going through it by yourself. You don't know what, in fact, you can't do anything. In fact, the Bible says also that my grace is sufficient for thee. Paul had an affliction, something that kept him buffeted. And he asked three times for the Lord to remove it. But I guess, well, I know. In order to stop Paul from being so braggadocious and saying what I did and look at me and like the same things that I went through, he said, this is going to keep you humble. This is going to make you and remind you that I am, that I did, that I was, and you did nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. But through me, you can do all things. In our weakness, God gives us his strength. And when his strength comes upon us, we're able to do those things that he has set for us to do. I'm telling you, I am able now to talk to other people about the consequences of some of their choices. Now, I don't know. I can't say what may happen to somebody else in a similar position. But I know it would be a lot better if God was on your side. And I'm not saying go out and do something wrong and sit up there and profess God and, and say, Lord, help me do this and help me. No, that's not going to work. That's, uh -uh, don't even go there. I'm talking about giving your life to Christ. Helping somebody else not to make the mistakes that you made. It would be a lot better for you to talk to somebody that has been through something and I'm not saying you can't learn from somebody else that, that hasn't been through anything. But we as human beings have the propensity to listen to somebody who's been there. The word teaches us by our testimony and the word of God. We may bring others closer to Christ. Sometimes I've made it and I've said it. Sometimes we can be so heavenly bound that we're no earthly good. Sometimes we can act like we have never been through anything and that we came here speaking in tongue and, and, and reading the word and quoting scripture and memorizing scripture. It, it, it don't go like that. I mean, that's just not, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. That's a good thing if you're able to do it. But don't let that be the focus of everything you do. People want to be, communication is the key to relationship. But presentation, my brothers and sisters, is a whole lot different. He teaches us how to be wise, how to talk to people. We have to remember that we too were once of this conversation. How you gonna sit up and beat somebody up about the things they are doing and you used to do the same things and if it were not for the goodness and the grace of God, you'd probably be, ain't no telling where you'd be, dead in the penitentiary. My father used to tell me all the time, he said, boy, you got one foot in the grave and one foot in the penitentiary. I would hear that. And I would think about it. I also remember going to Sunday school and going to church. Like I said before, blessed to be a blessing. When you go through some things in your life and you have started a relationship, at least an introduction to the word of God and to God himself and to Jesus Christ and how he had to die on Calvary's cross to reconcile us 
He paid the ultimate price so we could be reconciled to God. All we have to do is give our life to him and be serious about it. Or is, are, are we going to run into a point to where we will no longer sin? No. Is this going to be an easy journey? No. But we can make it. Everything that you've been through in your life, the things that you thought you'd never get away from, God made a way for you. That way was Jesus when he died on Calvary's cross and paid the ultimate price for your sins so we could be reconciled back to God. You know, when Jesus was dying on the cross, he said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It wasn't the pain and the agony of the torture or the torture that he was going through that hurt him so much. It was his absence from the presence of God. Without God in our lives, my brothers and sisters, and, the, and, and accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we'd have a miserable hang thing up in here. Yes, it's bad now. But when you focus always on the negative things in life, you don't enjoy anything else. The word says that he came so we could have life and have it more abundantly. That doesn't mean, you know, you can't be aware of the things that's going on around you. But God gives us joy. Man gives you happiness. If I was to sit up right now and say, call me and I'll give you $100, you'd be happy as you could be. But if I found out your number and called you back and told you you owe me $200, I didn't just took your happiness. And you might want to say some words to me that you can't even say on this podcast. But that's okay. Joy is something that God gives you. God gave it to you and man can't take it away. Stay tuned next week. I'll be back with one more. I want to talk about the breaking. How God breaks us. And we think that when you're broken, there can be no blessing in being broken. But I guarantee you that it is. Stay tuned next week and let me tell you about it. You can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Tell a friend. Tell somebody. Listen to it. Start your own conversation about it. You all have your own opinions. Like I say, we're not trying to get you to think like us. I just want you to think. How would it be if you didn't have Christ in your life? Could it be better? The only way to find out is try it. <laughs> the word says, oh, taste and see. Like honey from a rock. Talk to you later. God bless. Have a great day.